Quick Save Club. Two, three. Welcome everyone to the Quick Save Club podcast. What is the Quick Save Club, you may ask? Well, the Quick Save Club is a PC-focused spinoff of the Cartridge Club for two months at a time where we choose retro, classic, or indie PC game to play. During these two months, we discuss our experiences as we play the PC game of the bi-month with our Quick Save Club community on Discord located at bit.ly forward slash Discord and the forums at www.cartridgeclub.org. For June and July, we will be playing the first-person puzzle game, Anti-Chamber. And in the upcoming months, we'll be playing Fallout, New Vegas, Torchlight 2, and Screamer 2. If any of this sounds fun to you, hit us up on Twitter at QuickSaveClub or join us on Discord. A reminder to check out our sister podcast and their games of the month for June. CC Prime is playing Gears of War. CC Portable, there's a big old question mark because we don't know yet. And RF Gen is playing Cannon Spike. For the month of April and May 2020, we played Terraria. Terraria is a video game developed by Relogic. It was the first released as a game on the PC in May 16th, 2011, but has since expanded onto several other platforms. It's a 2D action-adventure open-world sandbox slash platformer game uh, where the player controls a single player in a generated world. Both single and multiplayer are supported. The gameplay has several similarities to the well-known Minecraft. Yes, I did put that in there for everyone making that reference. <laughs> and was that was particularly inspired by. However, there is a large amount of differences, like several bosses and events. Terraria features exploration, crafting, building, and combat with a variety of creatures and procedurally generated 2D world. All the hosts are present, including me, Ryan, Josh, and Kevin, and today we are joined by Dean. Hello, Dean. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back on. No problem. Always a pleasure having you. How is everyone else today? Super Wonder. fantastic. Wonderful. Awesome. Should we jump into some fun facts right off the bat? Please. Please? Okay. Who wants to take the first one? Dean, yeah. go for it. Go Dean for does. It. Right. Yeah. So Terraria reached 200,000 copies sold in the first nine days following its release, where it remained on Steam's top seller list for the first week of sales. Within a month, Terraria had sold over 432,000 copies, and by June 2015, over 12 million. That number increased with last month hitting 30.3 million copies, half of those on the PC, and the other half split between consoles and mobile platforms, making Terraria the world's 13th most selling game, which is pretty amazing. That's a lot. That 2D Minecraft, that really sold, that, that slogan. Hey, come play 2D Minecraft. Uh-huh. I was hoping me putting in the Minecraft thing at the start, we'd be able to stop with that reference, but I, I have a feeling we're just going to keep coming back to that over and over again, aren't we? Okay. Yep. Kevin, why don't you do the next one then, please? While the PC version of 2D Minecraft is oh the most 
full featured. The console <laughs> versions of Terraria are split into terms of extensivity. The Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and the Nintendo Switch editions of the game are the equivalent to desktop 1.3.5.3. The 360, PS3, and Vita and Wii U editions of the game. Vita got it. At, wow. Mm -hmm. Vita. Yeah. It was are equivalent to 1.2.4.1 and also lack content found on desktop and mobile versions. These versions are not planned to be updated past 1.2.4.1. So they're not updating any of the consoles or just the old consoles, the old, last gen? The, the last gen ones are probably not going to update. I don't, they haven't talked if they're going to do this recent update, but you know. Uh, which, speaking of which, the fourth and final major update for the game, Journey's End, was released on May 16, 2020, very recently. As with previous updates, it added new items, enemies, difficulty modes, and gameplay features, including Journey Mode. That allows players to duplicate items, adjust the world's difficulty, and control weather and time while playing, among other things. I gotta say, I was a little disappointed when I fired up Journey Mode and there was no Steve Perry. <laughs> <laughs> That's for all, for all you old people out there. <laughs> like the classic. That, you can put that on in the background when you play. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, uh, okay, a spinoff of the game called Terraria Otherworld was under development, but was officially canceled on April 12, 2018. However, the developers teased reviving it recently. Otherworld would have been more story-driven and was described as an open-world sandbox RPG slash strategy game that would take a novel approach to the Terraria experience to explore what might have been. Yes. I remember the trailer for that and getting kind of hyped for it. I was like, the graphics, they kind of went more like, I don't know, more detailed, I would yeah. say. More, yeah. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying that Terraria is not um, detailed as it is, but I feel like they maybe uh, increased the palette of colors and like the amount of sprites on each of the items and mobs and stuff. Looked yeah. a lot more animated. I suppose yeah. more more like a, a traditional 2D animated versus pixel. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was pretty hype. Uh, but I, I guess around the time where everyone was getting hype about Journey's End uh, update, uh, the develop people started asking about it, and the developers were like, well, if enough people are interested, maybe you know one of those things. Yeah. So it could get revived, or they might just release the source code for it and let people do whatever with it. So that's. Uh, all that, so but yeah, Wait. so that is Journey's End, which we'll talk about the update, uh, as is. So, uh, let's get into story time. Uh, first off, is this the first time you guys have been playing? Dean, is this the first time you've ever played Terraria? It is, yeah, it's it's one of those games where you know, looking at it from afar, not really understanding Minecraft and spelunky and terraria and steamworld dig if you just look at trailers they all sort of look the same and i, I kind of dismiss them as just your your run-of-the-mill survival game but uh thanks to the quick save club uh, i've been uh, a little more involved and in, and in getting a little uh more playtime in with with games like minecraft i'm working on animal crossing right now just these games without endings right without credits mm -hmm. uh where you just sort of go into to collect and pass time and uh, I'm finding I'm, I'm liking those more and more as, as time goes on so diving into Terraria this was was my first time I was uh, really impressed with it right off the bat uh, a lot of the 
considerations they made in terms of, of changing things from the Minecraft formula really worked for me, and uh, I was I was hooked. So put a couple hours into it these past two months. Awesome, awesome. What about you, Kevin? Uh, no, I, I according to Steam before we uh, started this as the game of the month, I had put ten hours into it previously, just messing around, you know, looking around, checking things out. I think and then, you and I actually played multiplayer years ago. Like we did. I, I finagled you into it for like an yeah. hour or two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was fine. Yeah, it was fine, and it's still and uh, still fine, still fine. <laughs> That's it. That's my history with the game. That's your history. I, 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 I didn't play it again until we started uh, this month or last yeah. month. Yeah, two months ago. Whatever. Two months ago. Yeah. Long, long those long two months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of long. Uh, I guess I'll talk about my experiences <laughs> with it. What about you, Josh? Yeah. Josh? Thanks for uh, asking. Yeah. Um, I did ask. No one heard me, I guess. Okay, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, you're 20, right. uh, 2011, 2012, when it first released, like around the f- first year or so, I put 100 and some, th- some odd hours, 150 hours into it with uh, mostly my, me and my a couple of my old buddies that we used to play Minecraft with. And he's like, dude, we got to try Terraria. So we got really into it for, I don't know, for a while. It was like maybe six months. And I put all that time into it then. And then I kind of just fell off of it. Never really played it again until this month. And then this month I put maybe like 15 to 20 hours into it. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much my experience and history with it. I've always liked the game. and But I still prefer Minecraft when it comes to this style of sandbox game. But I do appreciates the, the differences and um, have a good time every time I jump in. So, awesome. uh, Me, I uh, am a day oneer as well. In fact, I think this actually uh, was in early access initially. I can't remember, but I, I was playing vanilla Terraria back before you could place walls and break uh, the back walls and stuff like that. Uh, and yeah, so I've, I've been pretty dedicated to this game since then. And, uh, even though I get away from it for a while, I always come back to it. Me and my brother-in-law, uh, put hundreds of hours into this game, just messing about and starting new characters just for the heck of it, starting new worlds just for the heck of it. And just like, you know, just starting from scratch, just because every time you kind of start from scratch, it always seems like you find something new or something different. Yeah. You, you, you may and and you might play the game slightly different than you did before and that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, it's like uh, right now with the new Journey Mode update, I'm just sort of uh, playing it more as a a builder. Like I'm using the Journey Mode to kind of uh, collect material so I can build more than explore and fight kind of thing. And then other times, you know, I just do nothing but exploring and, and, and then that kind of stuff. So, yeah. This is not my first time. I've played it since day one, and uh, I will probably continue to after this. So uh, that's my history with it, at least. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so uh, it is a sandbox game. It is, uh, and it does encourage different play styles. Uh, how did you guys play the game? How did you guys attack it? Did you try to do everything? Did you just focus on one thing or another, whether it be the building aspect, collecting aspect? or just bettering your character and just trying to find stuff? Did you guys have a specific way, or were you uh, all over the place? Um, I, I usually try to, when I first start out on this game, is kind of just 
get the basic resources down. You like kind of have to like get the basic materials, basic weapons and everything. Mm-hmm. Kind of try to set up a base and then okay, I got this base. Now I can just start exploring and then I explore a lot. And then when I finally eventually get the materials to make better weapons and better armor and all that stuff, I'm like, okay, it's time to do bosses. And then I'll do bosses and then kind of keep building my base and get more NPCs in there. Just kind of like building upon that small little base. I started with kind of like a dirt hut or like a wooden hut, whatever I start with and go from there. That's usually how I play this game. Did you, did you find it a little overwhelming when you first started or did it kind of come back to you as you started playing it? Uh, This time it, I felt like the the beginning, getting started and getting my feet wet, like for the first time after being away from it for so many years, felt very slow going for me to the point where I'm like, all right, I'm, I've been spending like four or five hours just kind of wandering around, uh, exploring and trying to figure out what to do next. So I had to go into the wiki and kind of read up a little bit like, okay, this is what this does. They added this. Oh, cool. I didn't know you could do that, you know, because it had been so long and so many updates since the last time I played. Um, I did kind of try out the update when they added the Wall of Flesh in there. I don't know what update that was. That was probably like that was a year. A, that, was, that was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, a couple of a couple of years after it came out or whatever, we did do a multiplayer server and beat the Wall of Flesh and stuff back in the day. Yeah. So I remember doing that, but it's just like, okay... I've played dozens, dozens of sandbox games, you know, since then, and yeah. games like this, you know, I try all the, the different ones. I played Starbound and all that stuff. So it's like, what do I do? Okay. And then I'll eventually figure it out. But it took me a little bit to, you know, get going this time. And I didn't actually really go on the multiplayer server much, only a few hours here yeah. and there. But That's I fine. actually, yeah, I kind of did a solo thing this time. I probably should have, uh, you know, hung out a little more on the server but i was like dude i want to fight this boss and then i kind of got into like that groove so it was pretty fun the thing is with with terraria is it it does kind of have that weird building block thing and with each update they did more to it it's kind of like it's kind of like i i know it's cliche to say kind of like a lego thing but with in vanilla they just have the sword and then After the next update, they'd be like, okay, now you could take that sword and you can keep it and combine it with three other swords and make this really powerful sword. Mm-hmm. Then, like, with the most recent recent update, you can combine, like, ten different swords and make it even more powerful sword. So it's like, with every update, they've kind of built upon itself, and it is overwhelming. I found it, like, I think I missed the last major update almost completely because I was just busy at the time. I think my second son was being bored and stuff like that because just all the stuff they changed. And then with this update, they even added more and changed more. So it's, it's kind of one of those things where I could see how getting into it can be a bit overwhelming. But when it comes to sandbox games, that can either be exciting because you're always finding new things or just like, okay, I'm just going to go back to something I know. Yeah, uh, it's, it's kind of like that thing... Uh, there's too many options. Okay, I could go do this or yeah. that, that, and then yeah. they added like what over 150 blocks or something this time. I don't even know what it was. It was a lot. And uh, looking at it, yeah. it was a lot, man. But yeah. it's cool. They actually kind of changed the look of the game because if you go back to an old map, um, like the backgrounds and the trees and stuff don't sway anymore. Like mm-hmm. and if you generate a new map, all the trees like sway now. They like react to wind and all this stuff. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They always kind of update that. Um, the funny thing was, and I, I should have said this during the story time thing, is I kind of did Terraria kind of in a 
slight protest towards Minecraft when it first came out. I, and not, not a protest. <laughs> Minecraft was always a good game, okay? It's just one of those things where I had a friend that was constantly nagging me to play Minecraft. Mm. And I'm one of those people where if you nag me enough, I dig my feet in more <laughs> on something. And so my, my wife can attest to that. Um, and <laughs> she... And she goes, uh, and and so he uh, he goes, you gotta play Minecraft, gotta be Minecraft here, blah blah blah. So one day I'm looking through Steam and I come across Terraria, and of course it it looks like a 2D Minecraft. And so I'm like, I'm gonna try this instead, not thinking, you know, just thinking it's just gonna be one of those silly indie games that I'll play a few hours with. I can be I can be one of those uh, edgy people that are just like, oh, you're playing Minecraft. Well, I found this Terraria game. But ultimately, it was a good choice because I ended up enjoying it more. I didn't feel quite as overwhelmed because it being 2D versus 3D. And again, because I started from the very beginning, I kind of grew as the game grew. Whereas new people coming in, you know, like I said, there's all this all of a sudden, you know, where like vanilla Terraria, there was, you could just go up to gold armor and that was the best armor you could do. Uh, there was only the three bosses, and that was it. There was hell, but you, there was no boss down there or anything. So it wasn't quite as overwhelming. Like, it was a gradual grip. And then they released the hard mode update with the Wall of Flesh, and then that added more, and then so on and so forth. And so so I guess that, that that's kind of my official history with, with the game. But So sorry, I just had to go back to that. Um, mm. But yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyone else with their uh, sandbox playthrough? How did how did you guys play, Kevin? Um, well, at, at first, uh, angry and frustrated. That's how mm -hmm. I played uh, at first. Mm -hmm. um, I I know you guys are saying the game is overwhelming to start, but I, I kind of I found it more annoying than anything to start because the game doesn't give you any sort of direction on what to do. I know that there's the guy that you meet up at first and he has all the instructions on what to do, but I feel as if it just, if it gave you a little bit of direction on what to do. And then I, I understand that Minecraft does the same thing. And there's going to be a lot of comparisons to Minecraft and you can complain about the same thing. Minecraft it doesn't give you any sort of direction or anything like that. Sandbox. Yeah. But at least with Minecraft, I didn't have to go to any wiki or anything like that to learn Right off the bat, okay, in the day, in generally, I, I'll be fine. I can go out. I can explore a little bit in the day, figure things out. There'll be like, you might, there might be a creeper or whatever, but easy to avoid. Um, but then at night, that's when the monsters come out. So get inside, get yourself safe inside. And then you could, that gives you a little bit of time to like, you know, explore a little bit in your menu system and all that. I should yeah. say too that uh, we, I was playing with Sarah a lot and... The game doesn't allow you to pause at all with the menu open when you're when you're playing multiplayer. Um, once I was able to do that on my own a little bit, that helped because it, it just gave me time to pause the game. But I, I find that this game really just it constantly is throwing enemies at you, and it's really frustrating and annoying when you are with the starter equipment. You're you know it's a sword that doesn't swing; it just kind of pokes out, and you only have one heart. And everyone's saying, "Oh, just go find hearts. There's hearts everywhere." And I could, for the life of me, I could not find a heart. I was digging and digging and digging. I could not find the heart for, for a long time. Then people just started giving me stuff. 
they were just like, here you go. Here it is. Here's the hearts. Here's this. Here's that. I think, I think early on, too, like I, was, I got into the multiplayer server with Dean. And Dean was running around, you know, because he's already mastered the game. And he was flying around doing all a bunch of stuff. And I just, I just logged. I just got on. And I'm like, okay, what do I do here? And what was it? It was like a, some sort of uh, storm had kicked up. And all these eyeballs started, you know, attacking me. A blood moon? Blood moon, that's what it yeah. was. Yeah, and all these eyeballs started attacking me. Yeah. And I, like, I, I would, like, uh, spawn, and I'd be dead in, like, two seconds. Because I got, like, no armor or anything like that. And uh, Dean starts laughing because he, he sees on the, the little messages on the bottom of the screen that I keep dying. He's like, how's it going? And I, I, I had a moment of weakness, and I just said, I, I fucking hate this game. I'm so <laughs> done with it. And then Dean came over and saved me and gave me a bunch of hearts and all that stuff. So things got a little bit better after that. But that that really that beginning just really, I, it's just really frustrating, you know. Um, well, but once once I got my groove though, and then once I was like, okay, I had a little bit like extra stuff in that, and, and I was able to explore, you know. Um, then that's when the, I, I started to enjoy myself a little bit more. But the, those first few, you know. First few minutes are very frustrating. I found. See, I, I, I probably could, like I said, say the same thing about Minecraft. That was how I kind of was. But again, you know, that was foreign to me at the time versus you know Terraria, which is yeah. But I'll say like the there isn't too much difference between this game and Minecraft. I don't find it's just a little bit of nuance. And in that little bit of nuance, I know you don't agree, but this is how I feel. In that little bit of nuance. Really, the only difference is with Minecraft, it's more about uh, crafting things, going and finding things, find it like uh, material and that so you can build things and make things. It's exactly find... the same thing as Terraria. No, it's not. Hold on. I'm telling you, there's a little bit of nuance. Okay. No, it's different. Okay. Here's the uh -huh. difference. Sure. You got to listen. You got to open your ears. I am. I'm listening. Talk. You're not listening. Ta I'm listening. <laughs> Let me talk. Talk. Settle down. Let me listen. Let, let me talk. Go ahead. The difference is just because I look, I like the game. Okay, it's okay that I didn't like is it. Is he going to get to the point he's trying to make, or is he? No, because it's because it's, it's easy to hear you up. The the difference is is that this game focuses more on going and doing like going and fighting enemies, going and uh, fighting bosses and grinding bosses over and over again to get drops, and that. And and more about exploring that. Whereas Minecraft, you don't really need to do that. You can just stay in one spot, go underground, look at all the stuff and all that stuff. Uh, but this game, for like, there's really only one boss, one or two bosses. I don't know in Minecraft, there's not too many. In this game, it just seems there's so many bosses over and over again that and yeah, Minecraft has like two. They have a boss, the in-game boss, and then there's one you can spawn and get like uh, things to make beacons. Uh, the Wither boss. That's right. the only two bosses in Minecraft. Whereas yeah. in this game, it is more about going out, fighting those bosses, you know, going and getting these things and getting that. So then you can get the better armor and all that. Whereas in Minecraft, it just, I, I understand that you can fight bosses. You can grind on those bosses and get some stuff from them in that game too. But mm -hmm. I feel like if you just need the basic stuff in Minecraft to get you through, like just exploring and doing the sandbox thing, all that stuff is there. In Terraria, it just doesn't seem to be there. You have to go and find houses and that and there's just so many monsters and everything jesus yeah so that's why i find there's a little bit there's a little bit of difference but not much okay. A little bit of difference. okay i 
I've stood still in one spot in Terraria before myself, but I see where you're coming how, from. I how do. did you have the basic equipment where you're just standing there with like nothing? You just had your wooden sword. You, you make no wood armor, armor, wood stuff. You make a base to hide in if you don't want to fight monsters. Uh, and then you just sort of go I from could, there. And look, yeah, you can I, gradually progress. I, I, I. But no, no, spawned, I understand I, where you're coming from. I understand no, no, where you're coming you, from. You, no, no, hold on. I, I spawned into the game. Uh, yeah. Dean was there. I spawned oh. into the game. All right, time to build my house. Build my yeah. house. No, Blood Moon, you're getting attacked. Yeah. You're getting attacked. Yeah, that happens. How, how am I supposed to build my house when I'm getting attacked? Oh, here I spawned. No, you're dead. See, that, that's why I, I don't well, really have Well, it's just an unfortunate event that happened. Otherwise, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's, wow. not my, it's not the only time I played the game. And, like, no, I like know. That. And then, oh. like, King, and then you're just standing around. King Slime comes in. You're like, yeah. Really? King. Yeah. <laughs> or, or you know, Sarah that... and I are exploring in the thing, and then if, then the the big eye guy comes. It's like I didn't exactly. call on the big guy guy. No, he's here now. Yeah. Yeah, you're, he's getting, here now. you're getting attacked. See, it's those kind of things that it's in this game. That's it's you know. nice and surprising. And if you want to hide no, from the big guy, it's frustrating and annoying. <laughs> it is not nice and surprising. Um, that's one thing uh, I I you know I will actually agree with you that the uh, it does force you to progress at least a little bit. You can get to a point where you can be comfortable, and yeah, you know you can't you know just sit there all day. But you know once you get a certain amount of hearts, then you're going to get your boss. Sure, it gets attacking you. And I I've, I've had the unfortunate day one where uh, the freaking king slime just spawned out of nowhere and, and 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 killed me, or I've had blood moon. I've had that happen. It happens all the time. Or you can have five straight days where the weather's perfect and you only have zombies at night and you're fine. But, you know, it, so it's it's kind of based off of kind of surprising and, and, and maybe trying to force a player to progress a little bit. Like, oh, this boss just came and wrecked me. Maybe I should become stronger so I can do it. I see what they're trying to do, but I can see how that's annoying as well. So, yes, uh, I, I, I do agree with you on that. I do find the corruption zones to be a little more, like, frustrating sometimes because of all the that that if you want to get mobs at you there's where you get some mobs at you is in those corruption zones so well dean we've we've been arguing with with kevin here so um, only you've been arguing with me only no. i've been i've been <laughs> arguing but no i i do agree with you i i do feel like for for a new player if you do jump in and if you do get unfortunate spawns or event or a king slime, then it can kind of take you out of it. Yeah, but and I, I understand. Once you, that. But and you I, did say you stuck with it, and, and once, once you yeah. were able, yeah, it no, does. But I, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. So, but I, I do agree with you. Okay, Dean. Sorry. <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> no, this is great. It's it's good to hear too because I'm I'm fresh to this game and you know my mindset is is pretty different. Like how I approach these games when it comes to, to Minecraft or I mentioned Animal Crossing before is I go in with the single goal of collecting one of every item in the game. And if I can, put it on display somewhere. I don't care about beating bosses or building the best armor or the best equipment. or It's just that completionist mentality in my mind or the, or the collectionist in me that just wants one of every item, no more, no less. And so when I came into this game thinking it was more or less like Minecraft, I was really happy to see some quality of life improvements that sort of fed into that. Um, first of all, it was it was 2D, you know, the 2D tile sets and, and sprites, so it was easier to track sort of where you've been, where you still need to go. There was unbreakable weapons, uh, which for me was 
you know, it seems like that mechanic is put into every great game. And just for me, it takes it down a notch. It's still a great oh, game, but, you. <laughs> you know, Dark Cloud and, and Breath of the Wild and Animal Crossing and, and Fire Emblem and Fallout and any other game that has that breakable mechanic. I know it's there for a reason, but for me, that collectionist mentality that doesn't want to lose anything uh, just hates it. And then the lack of, of consequence when dying in this game, you just lose money. You don't lose your inventory. You get to keep whatever you found on the way. And and that's great. If you're collecting one of everything, you know your inventory is safe. So I think right off the bat, that's what sort of snagged me into, you know, this is this is something I can do and I don't feel like I have to regress at any point. I don't have to go back and, you know, replay the last hour that I spent trying to find these rare items. I can create new maps and on those new maps, just bring my, my inventory over, anything that I find onto my my standard map or my my main map um, and i just felt like it, it really did a, a good job in in promoting that sort of mentality um again i didn't beat all the bosses i didn't get the best armor in the game i didn't you know i spent over 100 hours playing this game and and my goal was always the same it was just collect as much as you can and display it to the point where you're crashing servers <laughs> yeah <laughs> We'll get to that when we talk about multiplayer. <laughs> um, but yeah, kind of, kind of. I'm not quite the completionist, but I am someone who does uh, enjoy trying to find everything I can in a game. Uh, but with Terraria, like I said, I played it for so long. Did, like I said, this time around, I was just initially playing, trying to play on the server just to be there to to help people progress and stuff like that. And then once the update, like this time around when I was playing it, like I said, I kind of went into builder mode because with the update, uh, Journey's End, you can duplicate items, so you can have an infinite amount of wood, infinite amount of back walls, stuff like that. And so before, you'd have to, like, if you want to play legit, there's tons of mods out there. There's, like, mods you can get where you can make it easy to build and stuff like that, but I never really dove into that. But before, you'd have to go out. You'd have to get as much stuff as you wanted to, but with Journey's End, uh, I was able to just duplicate it. So I was focusing, uh, with, at least with the update, with building a nice place, a nice town for my NPCs and stuff like that. And recently I made another little town in the jungle and stuff like that for my other ones. And just sort of focusing on trying to be more creative with my building instead of fighting and stuff like that. Not that I still wasn't trying to progress and get more health and that because I'd still like to explore to find equipment, but I like the idea that, you know, uh, once you find something, you if you have enough of it, at least in some cases, you can duplicate it and then you have it. And then if you're playing multiplayer with someone else, you can give it to them if they need it and that kind of stuff. Cause I think uh, uh, my cousin came on and uh, we were gonna fight uh, a master mode version of uh, the uh, Brain of Cthulhu, which uh, I thought I was prepared for, but I wasn't. Uh, and he's like, I don't have any weapons. So I, I gave him a triple shotgun and stuff, and he was able to copy it. Uh, I instantly died, and he managed to survive. <laughs> but, but yeah, master mode is no joke. Um, but, yeah, so that's kind of how I was playing it was I sort of went into collector mode once the update was. And before that, like I said, I was just playing to kind of progress. And, like, if people were on the server, I was trying to, you know, help coax them as it was. So so it was fun. Like, like always, it always feels like you can find something new to do uh when doing it and uh, we didn't even dive into like we could have did like pvp stuff and and capture the flag stuff which 
Uh, I don't think I think one time we had enough people on, but they were just exploring and stuff like that. So maybe next time we'll have to do something like that. But that's kind of how I was. So, um, but yeah, <laughs> um, game story. Let's see. I don't know. There isn't a really a story to this. It's it's kind of fun. This is this is my story actually. Is my my oldest son Ben? Uh, he got into the game this time around, and he's been playing it. And he's more into, he just, you know, I gave him one of my OP characters that I've already played as, so he can just run around and play. But the funny thing is, is he, he's one of those people who has this great imagination. And so as he's running around in Terraria, all of a sudden he'd stop and he'd be like, Dad, what's the origin of the face monster? And I'd be like, uh, there isn't one? He's like, well, what if there was a face monster boss? <laughs> And he'd just start making these stories up as he was playing the game. And it was just fascinating seeing him play it because as he'd progress, he would make up his own story as he was going. He'd tell me about it afterwards. He's like, oh, there's, I have this gem to, to fight the old one's army, but I'm not ready yet, Dad. But I found some traps. And can you show me how to lay up the traps for it so I can fight the old one's army? And this and that. And it's like, and I fought the king slime, and I just completely wrecked him, Dad. And then all his, all these slimes started attacking me afterwards because they wanted revenge for me killing the king slime, you know. And it was just great. And I, and that's kind of the aspect that I kind of forgot about it. It's like there isn't really a story behind Terraria. It just throws you in there, and you, you know, they have like right now they have a bestiary in the update where you can look at, and they'll tell you the backgrounds of, you know, what the monsters are, but they don't have any detail. And so, like, seeing it through a child's eyes where he not only got into the game, but he was creating an entire universe in his head. And he was making these individual stories for each monster, each NPC he was interacting with. Like, when he would go to interact with the NPC, he'd be, like, talking to him, talking to him through the computer. He'd just be like, oh, hello, blah, 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 I need this now today. How are you today? He would actually be having a conversation with these NPCs and making these stories. And it was just this kind of beautiful thing to watch because he was taking the game and he made it into his own. And, you know, when he would ask me, like, what's the background of this character, this boss? Like, I was kind of disappointed to say, well, there isn't really one. And so he just took it upon himself to make it himself, to create these backgrounds, create this lore while he was playing. And it was just kind of really fun just seeing it through his eyes as he was learning the game. So that was just kind of a fun little moment that kind of came up through it. And uh, I, I think the best moment was, is after the update came, my son came into the room while I was messing around with it. And he goes, dad, I'm so happy that there's the update. He goes, this is great. And you're happy too. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> it's like, I'm so happy that you're so happy with this update. He goes. <laughs> and so it was kind of a cute moment. And then I sat there and thought, I'm like, Am I always miserable in front of my son? I'm so confused. <laughs> but no. Um, but no, but that was like a very charming moment that, that came over playing this again and, and, and introducing it to my son. So hmm. so that's kind of why I put in, did you make your own story? Or, you know, did, did you just play? Like, I know we're all grown-ups now, and we don't really do that anymore. But... Just seeing that through my son, it's just like, did you kind of make a story as you're going? Were you like, okay, I'm going to be a great warrior or a master builder or a master collector? You know, even if it was like a superficial little thing in the back of your head. Like, did any of that 
kind of pop in or was it just, I'm just going to play, you know? I, I was listening to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just playing. Oh, I mean, just... yeah, I was just hanging out playing and just chilling, listening to some music or the music from the game, depending on my mood. That's about yeah. it. I like the new music. Did you know yeah. if you talk to the party girl, you can change the music and it, and it even becomes even better with wow. the new update? Yeah. That's cool. like You talk to the party girl and you click on music and she'll change it and all the music will change again. And it's even better. It's freaking amazing. That's anyway, the, the, the other world soundtrack, right? I think so. I think that's yeah. the outer world soundtrack in there. And I, I really love the new music that they have for the uh, Crimson. It like uh -huh. has like low chanting in the background and then it kind of builds up and it's just like wow this is super cool but anyway we'll talk about that when we get to audio i just wanted to bring that up because like i said seeing it's always fun when you see a game you enjoy through your child's eyes and uh and seeing it again like i this was it was kind of a haphazard thing like i didn't like ask him do you want to play terraria i was just like he saw me playing he's like can i play terraria and i'm like of course you can and I don't know. That was just sort of a happy accident that, you know, I was able to see that through his eyes. And that was that was kind of amazing to me. That was it kind of made me think like, man, I'm kind of a stick in the mud when I play games. I don't have that much imagination anymore. And he just sort of did that. That's so, okay. really cool, yeah. All right. Story time over. Sorry. <laughs> oh, you're good, man. Don't don't apologize. Uh, um, so, all right. Uh, gameplay. Let's move on to that. So we know it can be a little challenging at first, but as you progress, how did you guys feel uh, control-wise, gameplay-wise with this game? Now, we're all playing on the PC. We're not talking about the console versions. They're, they use game controllers. Does anyone use a game controller playing this? Anyone? No. no. Okay. No. All right. Oh, keyboard and mouse here. Okay. Uh, so uh, what did you guys think of that? Uh, Dean? Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I'll, I'll echo what uh, what Kevin was saying. It, you know, it, it does take a, a while to get into this game in a way that you feel like you're doing anything meaningful. The first maybe two, three hours, all I was doing was just dying. I was slowly collecting more and more. But yeah, I, I wasn't making it very far in the game. And it was only through happenstance that I, I came across an ice sword with some high attack that I was able to sort of break that that hurdle and uh and finally make some some meaningful progress so i will say there's a lot of time investment uh to to start ramping up and, and really starting to to enjoy the gameplay um i think that having some sort of a tutorial or some way to you know not have to visit a wiki to figure out like what all the cool controls are um things like the the quick um deposits into chests that have similar items in it was really helpful you know that i found out at hour 50 in the game you know mm -hmm. holding down control and being able to uh automatically move things to the next available slots uh in in other inventories or uh with merchants was was huge instead of dragging it so little quick keys like that and i find it a lot with pc games there's always some some you know quick key um, tricks that, that you can do. So maybe it's just my my lack of experience, but uh, I did find that you know 100 hours into the game, I'm still finding little quality of life uh, 
things that were there the whole time that I that I missed. So I think having some sort of upfront tutorial or uh, explanation about how to do things effectively would draw a lot more people in for the long term. Yeah. We, we need physical manuals back. That's what we need. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if uh, it just gave you yeah. a few goals, you know, yeah. like th this is something that, like if it showed you a little bit like this is something you could do in the game or this is something you could do in the game or this and how to do it, you know, that, that would have helped out a lot in the beginning. <sighs> They, they have, like, their achievements were supposed to be something like that. Like, the first thing you do is craft a bench. They're like, oh, first quest, craft a bench, and they give you achievement. But then, like, with me, I don't know if this did it for anyone else. Like, after I crafted the bench, it basically told me, go in the jungle and find the, 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 the dungeon in the jungle that you can't even get to till hard mode anyway. So it's like, well, that progressed quite quickly. You know, so I, I do agree. I, they, they should have a better little, like, little questing thing. I always felt with the uh, guide, like, yeah, he's helpful with crafting, but they should, and he does give hints. Like, sometimes he'll say, hey, if you have enough hearts, uh, a nurse will come in. You should build something for him. But it's not like you can ask him that question. It just randomly tells you it. Or, like, if you have a certain amount of money, then the merchant will come in. But, again, he'll just randomly tell you it. You can't just ask him it. So I always thought like it would be best if they had like, I don't know, some sort of like a, 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 a tree of questions you could ask the, 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 the guy, the guy, or maybe a quest log that kind of gradually progresses. So yeah, yeah a quest I, log yeah. would help. Like I, yeah. I, I, in defense of the guide, he does have the information there. He will tell mm -hmm. you the information. It's just when you're first playing this game, you got a brand new game and you want to play it, you want yeah. to play it. You don't want to sit there and click through numbers of menus, reading all this information, and I'm like, yeah, I I need to learn by by doing. I I I can't yeah. sit there and have someone tell me things and say, oh, this is what you can do in the game, and I sit there and I have to imagine what the heck he's talking about. You know, show yeah. me what to do. You know, and and that would it's just not a very interesting way to to start the game. And I know a lot of people love these kind of games where you can go to a wiki and learn read everything about it and then start the game start yeah. right into it but to me i mean it's the same thing that uh you know the old flight sims or or even uh, hardcore rpgs back in the day it would, it would come with a big book and the the game would expect you to have read the book before you started playing the game and i would avoid those things like the plague back yeah. then you know mm -hmm. but yeah I felt like things things that I wanted, uh, whether they were items or or just experiences that that I wanted in the game, were always like five steps away, mm -hmm. you know, like like being a, a like a long ways away. Like I, I yeah. would want this item, but yes. then okay, well I have to collect these two items. Okay, I got them now. Honestly, well, that, you that need was... a, a tinkerer's workshop. Well, what's a tinkerer? So I go online. Right. Oh, you need to find the goblin tinkerer. Well, where do I find him? So you you just like follow this breadcrumb trail of shit you have to do and it, it's often like a three-hour endeavor by the time you you get the item you want um because you had to do things you know five I, steps away so i i don't know i, I just found that uh that that's that's the point where i start stop playing the game when yeah. the the next upgrade i needed in my equipment i had to do five or six steps to get to it it was kind of like okay i understand like you know if i want to improve these things i gotta do all this stuff I'm just really not interested in doing it, <laughs> you know, and right. that's really why I had my fill. I was kind of done at that point. Probably, and don't get me wrong, like, obviously, I love the game and everything, but 
I will agree with the fact that I feel like ReLogic has this unhealthy obsession with trying to force people to progress at times. Uh, and like I said, with each new update, they seem to add more and more crafting stations. And I'm just like, why do you need so many crafting stations? Like, you already have a sawmill, you already have a loom, you already have a bench, you already have this, that, and the other thing. And that's my biggest gripe is the fact that by the end of the game, you probably can have about a dozen to almost uh, two dozen different crafting stations. And some of them you're only going to use for one or two things, if anything at all. So, yeah, they, they do have this obsession with trying to force you to be like, oh, you want this? Well, you need this crafting station, this material, and this sword, you know. And that's always been kind of my pet peeve. But, again, I just stuck with it because I'm like, oh, that's just a little quirk. But I feel like that's kind of like relogic, like, you're not progressing properly. We must make you, you know. Well, I, so. I, I, I will say, like, I didn't feel like as if I was being forced to, well, to no, no, I know. it's just yeah. that i i wanted to like i i have i had a pickaxe i think i had a, a diamond pickaxe or something and i wanted to improve it because there were these beating hearts in, in in the underground and i wanted to get to them how do i get to them well you can build bombs or you could uh you know get upgrade your pickaxe to this and i'm like i don't want to build bombs because i know bombs are, I, i'm gonna die <laughs> you know I, there's always problems with bombs let's do Sticky the pickaxe yeah, let's do the let's do the pickaxe thing. That sounds like more fun. And then it, it was just six steps to get there. And you had to call the boss and you had to grind the boss. And when you grind the boss, he might drop the thing you need. He might not drop the thing you need. And if he doesn't drop the thing you need, then you got to go and you got to you got to uh, grind all the stuff again so you can call the boss again. And I was just like, yeah, that's just I, I'm really not interested in doing all that for a better pickaxe to get to these beating hearts. I'm done with this game. <laughs> I had enough. I had my call. Okay, Josh, what about you? <laughs> no, I mean, I can agree with a, a lot of what everybody's saying. I feel like the progression can be annoying at times. I mean, that's fine. I do find it fun in some aspects to be like, okay, I need these three specific things to summon this boss. All right, I have two of them. How do I get this other one? And then it's like, okay, there's this journey I get to go on to find this other one. So that's fun to me. Um, uh, it it the game is very deep. It's just like the thing about Minecraft. Minecraft's very, it's deep too. It has deep levels to it, but you can play it very surface level if you want to. If you're not like all the way in on this game, you can get frustrated like that. I think like to the point where you're trying to like you know it wasn't, like I I gotta say it wasn't a frust like I wasn't frustrated that I yeah. had to do all this stuff. It's just I wasn't interested. It's yeah. like it. What do it's I get? Like, I get this this pickaxe. I, I, who cares? I, I just, I wasn't interested. See, that's the reward for it. Again, like he said, it's about the journey to get to that part. Yeah. And even yeah, though I, it's just, I'm just saying a I wasn't more power, powerful interested. pickaxe, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying I'm not, wasn't interested in taking the journey. Just, eh, okay, I'm done. Yeah, I just think the this game started off kind of base level because I played it when it first released. Like, you can, it was a, a lot less, it was a lot more bare bones. And then they just started adding more, and then they add more, and then they add more, and then this the way they add a lot is is they just add more systems and more layers and more depth. And the people that are like playing this game from like six or seven updates ago are happy because, hey, you know, they're adding a hundred new things I get to go do and, you know, build up towards. And I think that's kind of cool because they're, you know, keeping their community alive by making the updates. But somebody that's trying to like, you know, get like you, like you were trying to do with that specific diamond upgrade, it's like, okay, this three or four steps got added two updates ago and then this and the other step got added last update so it's like 
now I got to do all 10 things to do this one thing. Yeah, I can see the frustration there, but I, I generally have a good time with this game, but it's one of those I need to have like a good chunk of ch- time to like sit down and play because if I try to play for like an hour at a time, I'm like, don't really feel like I make too much progress, you know? So for me, I need like a good three hours just to like at least even get started with my daily re- whatever I want to do with the game. Yeah. Yeah. But generally, I do like the gameplay. I think it plays very well. Um, very intuitive with a mouse and keyboard. Um, when you get better weapons, it does definitely get a lot easier. At the beginning, it does feel like you just have a little pokey stick, like like Evan was saying. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I throw but, I mean, that thing out so quickly. <laughs> yeah, but then that. you get the nice sweeping swords, and then you get like they have so many weapons that are just really fun to play with, uh, especially as you get later on in the game. So. I think yeah, there, there there is a huge arc between how you start and how you can end mm-hmm. the game in, in terms of equipment. I mean, you can end up flying. You can have like laser rifles that that are automatic and mm-hmm. don't do fall damage and can walk through lava. And you, I mean, there's you become invincible by the end of it. So there's a, a really good arc of progression, I guess. And you feel like you've made it somewhere. It's just that's a hundred hours later. Yeah, you you have yeah. to put the time in. That's yeah. that's. That's the issue with if you go into this game and you're expecting to like in 10 hours be good, you, that's not going to happen. You got to you got to commit to this game. Which... Well, I'd say that's that's a little bit of my problem with the gameplay, too, is that it doesn't like, OK, it's great for mining. It's great for going like, you know, the how everything works and all that for digging tunnels. But when it comes to the actual like fighting bosses and that, I found it a little uninteresting. Like, I, I guess the the hook is that you go and you get more better equipment or whatever um but there really wasn't just much there for the gameplay it's like there's the boss just hold on to the you know your click and mouse button and wait for the boss to like you know like it wasn't like a lot of give and take or anything like that like it just it wasn't interesting it it wasn't fun and i I suppose you could say that that's kind of a lot with like a lot of arpgs you know pretty much you just go up and you just click on them and but at least with arpgs like a if I beat the boss, I'm kind of progressing the story. I'm moving on to the next part of the game. Whereas in this, it's just, you're not just fighting that boss once. You're fighting him over and over and over again to grind for this stuff, you know, to get better equipment later on. And it's just, it's just wasn't interesting enough. Hmm. I mean, I can do the Minecraft comparison again if you want. Um, Absolutely. Basically. Like, look, I, yeah. like, no, but I, like, I understand like a lot of the complaints with this yeah. game. You could, you could, port over to minecraft like i there's no. absolutely no way i would have gotten to the end of minecraft uh without uh your uh um, sierra she, i i know her name don't, don't you don't have to tell me <laughs> without sierra she because she did everything right and it, i just kind of followed around and all that yeah and I, but i i feel like w- with minecraft i could play that game for hours and hours like you're saying on on a surface level you know yeah. sarah did that with this game with terraria she played it like last month, she I don't know how many hours she put into it. She put in way more than I did. And she just went in and just dug, you know, and she yeah, just like she, had a busy Maybe we day. should have had her on instead of you this time. I don't well, know. She made she made a pretty good <laughs> blog post, too. <laughs> and no, she, she did. She did write, uh, yeah, she check out yeah. her review on uh, Caught Me Gaming at WordPress, yeah. WordPress.com. Yeah, um, yeah she, she played it on a surface level. and yeah. But I, I didn't have that, that hook with this game where I wanted to play it for hours and hours on end on a surface level. Or on any 
Hold on. I did play 43 hours of it. I mean, come on. Yeah, you still play a lot. And and the thing is with the bosses, and this is, you know, Hmm. yeah, again, I could be as critical. I can criticize a game I love because one of the things is there is a problem with Terraria where you can be you can be not prepared at all, which literally is when you first start the game, or you could be overprepared. And me and uh, my brother-in-law, we have this tendency of overpreparing. And so when you do finally get to the first boss fight, it either becomes way too easy because you overprepared for it, uh, or again, if you underprepared, uh, you're completely squashed. So, like, I've kind of when when fighting and again in multiplayer bosses are completely different because you have more people because i noticed when we fought the bosses in multiplayer we were able to just wreck them because we had what three four people at a time just shooting the boss at the same time so that completely changes things but when you're playing by yourself it's like it's one of those things where you kind of have to artificially nerf yourself sometimes to make it a challenging boss fight at least until hard mode hard mode bosses are completely different beasts like those even you know, if you are prepared for it, they're going to end up being a, a, a challenge. But and and that's where I think the big issue is is between pre-hard mode and hard mode is it's such a completely different game once you get to hard mode versus so, how. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it was like it wasn't because there was a lack of challenge. It just like the gameplay itself wasn't you know interesting enough. It wasn't like you know like with a boss. And you play a 2D platform, or whatever. You got to memorize the patterns and all that. Figure the boss out, and then once you have it down packed, you know. And it, and it, it once you get the pattern figured out, and the boss gets easier because you know the pattern and all that stuff. Yeah. You know that stuff is fun. That that's fun to me. Whereas in this, it's kind of it's kind of MMO ish, you know, where like it the gameplay kind of has to be basic so everybody can come in and and play it. So there isn't really a lot a lot of like give and take. With well, these bosses or anything, you know? if you think about it, ninety percent of the bosses will get in the air and then they swoop at you and then throw yeah. some projectiles and they swoop away and then they swoop at you. I mean, yeah, like it it's, just was a lot of the bosses, yeah. yeah. That and it just wasn't. There's not much to it, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. I mean, it sounds like we're, we're all being negative. I think we all had a pretty positive experience with this game, and like this, we all know this is Ryan's favorite game. So I don't want to be like down on it or whatever, but um. I, I can see the progression is similar. The thing with, I'm going to compare it to Minecraft again. I'm sorry, but Minecraft, there's a A to B to C to D in that game. So it's like you get your iron and then you get your diamonds and you go to the nether and then you get your ender eyes and then you go to the end, you beat the game and then you can do the wither to get more stuff and then you can make mob grinders, whatever, more complicated stuff. You know, there's like one set path. This game feels like, okay, I can do this. It's more like, a to D to C to B to A to Z to Y to X to three. You know what I mean? It has like 50 different directions you can go. And I feel like that's the part that can overwhelm people, especially if you're a newcomer to the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we already yeah. talked about that. Yeah, I know. I'm I mean, just saying like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, no. It, <laughs> like I said, it can be overwhelming. But again, like if, if you, but like we were saying, if you, you stick with it, it can be rewarding because sure. it does have that I, like you said i guess journey's end was actually a perfect name for it it does kind of have that journey to it as long as you're willing to stick with it and you know yeah there are the quirks yeah there's too many building stations and uh, sometimes the boss battles might be overwhelming or underwhelming depending on your gear or how you play but you know 
Uh, it's all about the progression. It's all about getting to that next next, next carrot. So, yeah. in my opinion, I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, I guess that's gameplay. Uh, <laughs> um, let's move on to graphics. I think the graphics, uh, especially since the update, are, are, are pretty solid. Again, you can run this on a toaster, so it's not the most um, hardcore beautiful you know elaborate graphics but for what it does with its pixel graphics i think uh it looks uh, pretty darn amazing for a 2d open world game what do you think um, uh, i think the the fluid effects are very pretty for what it is um and of course they interacts with the environment so that's nice the way the lighting works in this game is really cool um i think you of course you got to light everything up I think that um, generally the palettes for each of the different biomes are very unique and look great. So if you go to the snow biome, everything looks snowy. You, go, you know what you expect. You go to the jungle biome, it looks like a jungle. And they actually do a really good job of, of pulling off each different environment, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And then the, the music changes along with it, and then just the atmosphere does. I, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. One of the new things with the, uh, the update was you can actually make a graveyard. And if you... If you take all your gravestones and you line up, I think you have six of them. Like a fog will move in, and the music will change, and then zombies will show up and stuff like that. And it's kind of cool, cool because if you want to, you you can if you have the equipment, you can just make your own biome. If you want the jungle closer, you can make a jungle biome and stuff like that. But but yeah, I, I love all the little graphical details uh, that they've added uh, in it, and including like now apparently. Uh, your character makes different facial ex like before the update they didn't your character didn't make many facial expressions but now depending like if you have a status effect like if you get blinded which you can get blinded in the game your character's eyes will be closed or uh, if he can't see like if it's low light like he'll actually be squinting now and stuff like that just the little little details that you don't notice until you do and mm -hmm. it's it's kind of nifty like that like you know, like the face will change uh, depending on that so I, I like that I like that now when it's they added wind, so like if you have uh, a lantern or a, a, a flag, it's blowing in the wind and stuff like that. And the little, the little um, uh, slimes will come in on, <laughs> on little balloons and stuff like that. Just, yeah. just a little detail. One, one thing I did notice is I think with this update, they actually added either one or two layers more of parallax scrolling in the background. If you pay attention, like they added more depth to the background, which I thought was just a nice little like added touch to just the environment. It, it, it makes the, the, and everything, the depth behind the 2d layer feel more alive, which I appreciate. Oh yeah. And then it's always fun seeing the little details. Like every now and then you'll look back there and you'll see a different cloud that looks like a bunny or something like that, or a mm -hmm. pirate ship will be going by in the background and that kind of, it's just the fun little details. Or uh, if you beat an event or a boss, at least this has happened with me. I, and I just assumed it was after you beat a boss or something like little um, floating lanterns will start going up in the sky uh, afterwards at night. And then, so it's just, I don't know, just fun little things like that. Uh, I do think that the graphics do really shine, especially when you go into like the, the what's the red one? The red one, the crimson, right? Crimson, the corruption, yeah. yeah. And then the other cor corruption. Like I feel like when you go down into those caves, the way they do the pixel art and the monsters and everything, it just gives you that creepy vibes. And I, I really, pre I really like that. It's fun. The, the, the monsters they put in the biome match the biome. It's for sure. Yeah. Even though sometimes it's just a color swap. 
<laughs> That's just a, a normal bat. Now it's a red bat, you know, something like that. But still, at least they took yeah. the time. And then adding like the like minecarts, like abandoned minecarts. I mean, Minecraft has that too, but this is different. <laughs> Just like Minecraft. <laughs> no, but you can actually ride the minecart all the way like across the map, depending on where you find it and stuff, which is pretty fun. Um, I don't know. I just I just like the way this game looks, and I think it has a very solid look to it, on the whole. Yeah, I, I uh, like the graphics as well. I think they they look good. I like the lighting effects and all the tunnels and all that. You know. I think that's very well done. Uh, if I can complain about one thing, though, about the graphics, it's the mouse cursor. I lose my mouse cursor sometimes, especially when you're fighting stuff. And change that. the color. And change you color. can change the color of it, and you can yeah, change the I, size of it. The color inside. I want like like a, a graphic on there. Like I want like I don't know some something right. different than just the the arrow. He is being extra picky today. Does anyone else catch this? What, it's what I want. I tried a different size. I tried different colors. It didn't uh, didn't work for me. I wanted to. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I do. Closer. I do appreciate the accessibility stuff where you can make the scale of the the yes. UI yes. and then zoom yeah. in your character and stuff. Because yeah. if you, for me, just, just the default is so I I'm. It's way too I can't small. see. I can't see what's going on. I like that my character be a little bit bigger than that. That's yeah. it. That's it. So well, and not only that, when you have it that small, it makes it that much harder to like mine stuff in that. You have to like be that much more pixel perfect. And it's like, I just yeah. want to relax here. I don't want to like be like straining my arms to get this tiny little pixel here on the screen. You know? <laughs> so I mean, it's yeah. nice to give you that option to zoom in and yep. make the UI gigantic if you want or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Dean, you about, got something to say about the graphics? Are they just amazing? Just love them. No, I mean, I, I like what you guys say. I, I love the the idea of, of uh, sprites and, and tile sets in, in 2D format. It, it's really easy to see where you've been and, and where you still need to go, and you're not getting lost, and you don't have to have mile markers. And it, it's just it's easy. I, I think that. It's it's pretty amazing how they have at any given time like ten thousand tiles on the screen um, that you can break. I sent you guys a video of of how they do that and and some of the development behind uh, sort of blocking uh, like segments together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so things aren't loading uh, tile by tile, right? They're they're actually loading as a bulk one tile for this entire chunk of dirt. And then as you start to pickaxe your way through it, it starts to re-render. Uh, and I thought that was a really genius way to, to do things because at, at no point in time um, was I, you know, lagging or, or, or causing slowdown because of the amount of shit I was building. Uh, I know you were getting a different story, Ryan, uh, when you were yeah, going through my house. Yeah, I would, uh, I would go to your house and uh, it would turn into a slideshow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that just might be on my end with right. my computer, obviously. Um, I, I did change a couple of graphic settings and it was able to fix it a little bit. Plus, it was also on a server, so who knows. Um, but yeah, uh, it, it depends on the setup you have as well. I don't, like I said, I've never played like mobile or 3DS version, so I'd, right. I'd be curious to see how that works on like a mobile version of the game and stuff like that to see if it, it's just as effective. But again, it, it, that was probably just on my end. Cause I know other people weren't complaining. So that was just, just my crappy. You just be crappy. at work. Let's go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> what? Oh, I was going to say, you're just going to be at work on your phone. Like what's, what's Brian been doing? He's playing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, awesome. yeah, 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 10,000 interactable uh, geo 
assets is, yeah. is pretty incredible. So and randomly generated too, which yeah. it's it's just nuts. <laughs> it's, so I, I was always impressed. I and, and that's the thing, you don't even think about that initially because you just mining it but then when you think about it on the, the sheer scale of everything is destroyable everything literally front back whatever if you want uh, eventually later on in the game you can get this flying ufo that has lasers that will destroy tiles you could go through your entire freaking map and destroy it completely if you want to using that ufo with lasers uh but yeah that that's just how cool that is uh, uh graphics wise and just technology wise on a 2d level so yeah um cool cool uh audio um i've always enjoyed the audio i like the music it's catchy it, it, uh, especially the new music it's pretty good i know um uh sometimes uh I, I like how it changes with the atmosphere and that kind of stuff i do i do feel like some of the monsters grunts and groans are a little generic but i don't know that that happens a lot with with most games but uh I feel like it fits. It fits the game. It, it kind of has its own iconic sounds to it. Uh, my son uh, always comes running in when he hears the uh, the monster spawn sound because he knows I'm fighting a monster, uh, and he he has to come in and watch me fight the monster. So it, it it's kind of <laughs> like they they made the sound specifically to trigger. Okay, this is a boss fight. This is a zombie. That kind of thing. But I, I always thought the audio and music was. Uh, was very fitting for the game. Uh, not extraordinary, but also fitting. I thought it was great. I, I think yeah. this game has no right having a soundtrack this good, to be honest. I oh, mean, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's the perfect game to sort of tune out and listen to a podcast or watch movies yeah. or, you know, listen to something else. Um, but when you actually turn the audio on, it's there's a lot of good tunes in there that are either really pick me up tunes when there's you know a battle going on or mm. uh, just really relaxing tunes when you when you're just digging. I think it does a really good job, sort of adapting to the different biomes you're in, and mm. uh, and uh, the the different moods that you you sort of encounter. There's like what a hundred tracks, something like that. So yeah, I mean to, to compose now. something yeah. like that for a game like this that's so simple, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's pretty awesome. Oh yeah, I turned the music off. Right away. It's like, I don't want to hear that. Turn that off. Uh, but I liked all the sound effects. I thought they were cool. I thought they were unique. Mm -hmm. I liked, like, when Sarah would turn on the game, I could tell right away what game she was playing just by all the little, you know, whatever sound effects. Even, like, the mining and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. The roars and the yeah. slimes. That's good. You, you got to turn the music own. on for Journey's End, man. You got uh, nah, separate I'm ways. Good. You got Don't Stop Believing. I'm good. Oh, no, those, those, yeah, I'll, listen that. All right those. On. I'll listen to that. You've you got to talk to your party that. girl. Yeah. Come on. Um, well, you know, the funny thing is, is with this update, they did release uh, a, a mod uh, editor. So people could go in and mod in the entire <laughs> journey soundtrack, <laughs> journey soundtrack into the game for you, buried on Mars, if they wanted to, uh, because it's highly I'll spin modified. the CD. I'll be, oh, that's good. I'll put there the CD go. in my disc tray. And play it. You, you have a disc tray? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do computers even come with those anymore? <laughs> uh, it was, uh, I built my computer, so built, I, yeah. I, it comes with that whatever I put in. Yeah. I didn't put one in mine when I built mine. I was like, yeah, I don't need that. Oh, they physical media. Eh. They still physical come in handy. Is for those old people that I do a podcast with. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Oh, I, I just never really. On PC, is different than consoles. Well, uh, yes. 
Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Uh, audio, go. <laughs> I was going to answer that, yes. Uh, I love the, the Overworld soundtrack. And at first, when I first started playing it, I thought they changed it. I was pissed. I was like, really? They changed it? But they added like an intro segment to it. They actually made the song longer than when I used to play it back in the day. And then eventually I got the do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. That part, I was like, oh shit, here we go. This is, is. this is Terraria. So I got that those those feels. I, I actually thought that... Um, I love the music in this game. It's just very uh, uplift, up, upbeat, and makes me feel good while I'm playing. So, yeah. yeah. I feel like... In... Now, I don't know if any of you other guys did like a journey mode or after the update. We might as well talk about Journey's End. This was the recent update. It just came out. We haven't had a lot of time to play with it because it came out on the 15th, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know if you guys have. Uh, but when I first started my first journey mode map, I feel like it had like a completely new intro music where it was just this really upbeat, like, welcome kind of thing. And then I didn't hear it again after that. But maybe I'm just remembering it wrong. Maybe I just, just the first time I heard the wind music and I just thought it was cool. But did anyone else like feel like it had like when you started a new map in Journey's End, it gave you different music? Or am I just hallucinating that? I think it had like a remix. Style yeah, maybe it. I it think was it's a remix. remix. That, yeah. Maybe it was a remix because I'm just like, oh, my God, so cool. Uh, but yeah, so the Journey's End up there, again, this is fairly new. Uh, I've already kind of talked about it, like, ever since that I've been doing Journey Mode. Um, I fought a couple of bosses in Master Mode. I know other people are trying to tackle Master Mode, and it's a pain in the ass, because it's really hard. Um, so, but I'm mostly just using it for creative purposes and building the stuff. What did you guys think about the Journey's End update? If you have any thoughts on it at all, if you've even dove into it that much. This was a perfect uh, mode for me. So yeah. again, for, for that collector's mentality, the way it works is that once you have acquired a certain number of the item in your inventory, you can sort of research it and it becomes forever creatable at any point in the game. So if you find 100 bombs uh, and you research those 100 bombs, then you can create as many bombs as you want at any point in the game. So you can totally destroy all the, the land really quickly. Um, it works with any item. So from a, a collector mentality, you have that visual UI of here's all of the items that I've quote unquote collected. Uh, you can pause time. You can fast forward time. You can check, uh, change your, your weather settings, your day settings. You can put on God mode so you aren't killing, getting killed. Uh, you can turn on or off the, the mobs. You can uh, increase to like 10 times mobs if you're just farming for, for drops. Oh. Uh, so really, like anything you want to do uh, is is available to you right off the bat. And uh, I think it works really well. I was able, I, I probably spent 70 or 80 hours on our multiplayer server and uh, on single player sort of pre-journey's end. And within 20 hours, I was able to do all of that and more uh, yeah. with, uh, you know, it's sort of post May 15th. So it's it's really cool. Yeah. Wow. I really enjoyed it. And, and that's what's kind of cool because then, like, Kevin, now, this, this you, I would think you would like this a lot, especially since if you're starting out, you had that Blood Moon, right? All you'd have mm -hmm. to do is go into the options and then go, okay, make it Dawn, no more Blood Moon. And yeah, then I don't, don't want to so. play easy yeah. mode. I'm not I, saying I it's easy mode. You can play it any way you want, but if no, you're starting I, I'm off. No, I'm not interested. Look, if the, if, if the game is good, It'll be interesting and fun to play off the bat. I don't have to go in there and like that. To me, that's just like yeah, that's that's cheating. I don't want to do that. 
It's, I, it's funny if you got if you got a goal like you want to collect everything in the game and all that stuff and it's like I, that's all I want to do. I just want to go in there. I just want to collect everything. Uh, that's that's fine. But like if I want to play the game, I want to play the game. Yeah. You know, and you can completely uh, ignore all those options too, and it's just there in the background. You can use it to make the game. Uh, you know, just just so you can have an item all to make your inventory a little smaller. That's all. Mm -hmm. But you know. But I don't yeah, see it. I, I, I've, I've done that before with, with other games too, like Torchlight. Uh, you know, for instance, there's like mods where you can make your inventory bigger because they only give yeah. you so much inventory. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, sure. Yeah, that stuff's fine. But I, I don't want to, I, I, I want to play the game, you know? I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, yeah, whatever. Sure. <laughs> I'll get that journey's mode going. Let's do that. <laughs> it's like the old, it's a, it's a more sandboxy mode, in my opinion. Like, yeah, force me to like, go. Like, uh, like to me, like when I play Minecraft, it's, it's survival mode or nothing. I'm not going to play that. Uh, that that's creative, for the kids creative. that just right. That's for the kids who want to make, you know, Mario or something, a big statue of Mario and stuff. That's fine. I want to play survival mode. You know, that's where I want to survive and I want to get through it. I want to have a farm and stuff like that. You know, that's yeah. that's how I want to play it. So I that's just see it as a way of augmenting it. See, I, I have a completely different way of looking at it because I'm kind of playing it semi-casually right now i'm still playing it. i'm not giving myself god mode yeah i'm duplicating items but at the same time i'm not i'm only duplicating like stuff for building purposes i'm like if i get a weapon i'm not going to sit here and give myself infinite bullets and stuff like that i'm still going to buy the bullets but you know like if i get enough of them i'm going to copy them so i'm kind of using it to augment my experience while i play through so yeah yeah technically i'm holding myself to those rules but it's a sandbox game. So, yes, it's called using your imagination a little and holding yourself to those rules sometimes. So, yeah, I'm using journey mode for building purposes and all that extra stuff. But at the same time, I'm still playing straight. Like, yeah, I got attacked by King Slime. I could just easily threw it in God mode and killed King Slime. But I wasn't to that point progressively with my character. So I didn't. I didn't just automatically pause it, go God mode, and completely wreck King Slime with a, a copper, a broken uh, short sword, you know, uh, which you could do. That, that'd be fun. I can't wait to see someone make a video of uh, killing all the hard bosses with a broken copper uh, <laughs> short sword. That'll be cool. Uh, but, but I held myself accountable and said, no, I don't have the equipment for that. I'm not going to cheat and give myself that. If I die fighting the boss, then I die fighting the boss. And I did. And I was okay with it, you know? So it's like, I see it more as, yeah, you can use it for just playing, yeah, shut off all the bosses, shut off all the mobs that you can use for building, or you can use it to augment it like I am, or you can use it to make it even harder. Like like you said, make it 10 times the bad guys, make it master mode, make it even more challenging for you. So I see it more as instead of it being like a workshop mode, I see it as a way to augment it and so you can play it the way that feels comfortable to you. That's kind of how. Yeah, it's cool. That's cool. All those options are there for yeah. people who who want them. Yeah, that's what I think. At least. <laughs> I think that's cool. What you're doing, I think that's fun. Um, there's nothing wrong with a little more more uh, choice in these type of games. So yeah. that's all that really gives you. So. Yeah. So any other thoughts on Journey's End? Haven't uh, played it. Hey, I did like <laughs> the music boxes. Were those in the original as well? It was in um, at least one or two updates ago, the music boxes. boxes. Okay. They might have, obviously, they probably expanded because they added more music. So they probably added more music boxes because of that. 
That's really cool too. I do enjoy that. And yeah. That's what's, that's what's kind of cool is they also added golf. They added mini golf to it. Did oh yeah, I saw see? that. I didn't play yeah. it, but I saw that. <laughs> I downloaded. There's this uh, YouTuber I followed. Uh, I think he's called Chaos or something. He made a mini golf course to download, and it's really good. He's a really good builder. He's like one of those master terrarium builders where, like, you just build a normal house. Like, he will make it like look depth and field and this and he'll take stuff you wouldn't think to and like he's one of those people where he'll spend an hour building one room for the mechanic or something i don't know but uh <laughs> but yeah so he actually made like a mini golf course and it, it's it's really fun it's really cool and uh that was kind of a cool thing because my son like you find the golf guy in the desert underground which is kind of funny you'd find a golfer stuck in the get it because he's a golfer and he's in the stamp Never mind. Um, and, <laughs> and so my son started building a golf course in his map that he was playing. He's like, look, Dad, I built a golf course. Look at how cool it was. So another cute son story. But, but yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, new music, tons of new stuff. Uh, multiplayer. We did do multiplayer. We had a server. Right now I don't think we can get into it because of it's a different version. Um and obviously, we already know, Dean, you created a giant museum on that server. <laughs> and uh, what happened with that museum? Yeah, it was really weird. So I, I started with sort of a small wooden hut at the base of a mountain, and it eventually grew, like you say, into this museum. And I had about 1,400 items on display. Um, so in the game, you can create uh, like plaques or, or item showcase things with some wood. And they're just like small little two by two pixel items that you can put on any any background and you can put any item in there to display. And yeah, it was like 1400 items I had sort of on a, a grid like basis. And um, I noticed that the mini map started to crap out a little bit. There, there was some black chunks on the map the more I put and uh, I sort of ignored it. And then one day coming back to my home, I noticed it, it was like a black hole, like Mm -hmm. it, it was like somebody took a square chunk out of the map um and uh i couldn't I, I could go through the door and my npcs that i originally had living in my house were still spawning where they used to be sort of in the sky at this point and they would just fall like 30 meters or 300 meters and then respawn and then fall and then respawn and it was just like raining npcs <laughs> so i started to panic i was like well that's like 70 hours of collecting down the drain all my chests were gone everything yeah yeah so you were able to roll back the server um well yeah see i'm notoriously bad with not checking my twitter or discord feed and i think i probably worked the night before when yeah i i work a night shift so i i'm pretty dark at that point so anyway, so I hop on the server not knowing this is happening. I don't even look to the right. I'm just like, I'm going to go down and fight the Wall of Flesh. I don't even look to the right where his thing is because I'm like, I try to avoid it because of the leg. <laughs> so I don't go near his thing to see where this, this hole was. So I go down to help. And so you jump on the server. And I was like, oh, I'm fighting the Wall of Flesh. Come down here. you know. And he's like, and we fight and win. And then he goes... I'm like, here, here's the trophy from the Wall of Flesh. You can have it for your collection. He goes, well, that's great. I don't have anything else but this now. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, come here. So we, we teleport back up to the surface, and all of a sudden I look, and there's this giant hole where all his stuff used to be. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> okay, uh, I'll be right back. So I go on the server, and, and, and I had a rollback for like 11 hours or something like that. 
And so I rolled it back and everything came back, but I was like completely oblivious. And then I look at all my social media stuff and everyone's yelling at me, Ryan, Ryan, you, there's a glitch. There's a glitch. You got to fix the server. The server's all screwed up. But I'm like, okay. So I was just completely oblivious. So you must have thought I was like being such a jerk or something initially. Cause I'm like, come down and fight the wall of flesh with me. And you're like, well, what about my problem? And leave it to Dean to be too nice to say anything. Go and help you with the wall of flesh. And then after you're done, hey, would you mind uh, fixing the server now that you're done with the flesh and the walls? This trophy you gave me is the only thing I have, (laughs) basically. And I'm like, what do you mean? You have this. And I go up there. I'm like, whoa. Like this giant black hole of everything that he did. I think there might have been... Something left on the bottom. There might have been something. It was, yeah, like one pumpkin room like, left like on the bottom. Like a pumpkin room or something. But it was a perfect it, square chunk that like was yeah. taken out of the map. It, it was yeah, really cool. Yeah, yeah. But I rolled it back and it came back and all was, all was well with the world. But, uh, but it was fun. You know, I, I got in and fought some bosses with some people and, and ran around. And that. I was I, – I, I need to – if I ever do this again, I don't know if we're ever going to. I'm going to try and make my own map to put in the server because it didn't give me any options what kind of map to make. And it gave me a small map, which is not what I would have done. I would have done a large map in that case, but it didn't It didn't give me the option to on the server. But uh, but that was, that was fun. It was a glitch. Multiplayer was fun. And everyone would get in there and be running around. And, uh, and what's kind of fun about it is uh, the kind of thing where people, you know... Like with Kevin, he didn't have all the hearts and stuff like that. So when you play multiplayer, you help each other out. And yeah, people will complain, well, you're just not progressing if you're taking stuff from other people. No, it's about community. It's about the fact that, hey, we're exploring together. Hey, I have enough hearts. I found another heart. Here's one for you or something like that. And I think that kind of has a community aspect to it. Or it's like, hey, I need some material to build this house. Can you run out and get that while I do this? And, oh, yeah, sure. You know, that's kind of how me and my brother-in-law would always play multiplayer. Like he would run out and explore and get stuff. And I would build stuff for the NPCs and stuff like that. So, uh, anyone else with multiplayer experience <laughs> besides the black? Uh, uh, no, uh, sir. And I like, it was a good, good game for, for us to play together. Uh, it was kind of just like how we live around here. She goes and does her thing. I do my thing. We really <laughs> leave each other alone. When we need to get together to do something, then we do it, and then uh, go back to leaving each other alone. So it's, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a good co-op game for like just oh, yeah. chilling and and playing. You can go do the things like go fight the the monsters and all that, but you can also just go in and you know explore, try to find things. Hey, check out this thing I just found. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. You're a great neighbor, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did try to screw over uh, Dean. I, I was getting bored a little bit on the server, so uh, I, I I thought it'd be funny if I uh, blocked off uh, one of Dean's entrances. And then when he came around like the fifth or sixth time trying to get through, I was like, okay, this is a really jerky thing to do. I really should I really should just like back off and let Dean through now. Well, it could have been real trolly and just got a bucket of lava and poured it all over him stuff. No, that that's that's a Minecraft. Only Minecraft that, that, people do that. Yeah, only Minecraft people do that. We remember <laughs> that's what kind of happened there. Yeah. Isn't that kind of funny that the two times we actually had a server up, we we had some sort of event that happened that we had to roll it back with, yeah. with Minecraft and then with this one with the glitch. At least this one wasn't some troll coming in and trying to screw things up purposely it could have happened though right it was the server 
It was public. Invite only? Yeah. No, it was public, but it was only, I think we only posted it on our Discord. I don't know if we ever tweeted it out. At least I didn't, so I don't know if. I put, um, I put I guess I go to the Discord and I never put the IP on Twitter okay. because of the Minecraft thing. Yeah, yeah. So I think anyone who is in our, and I think everyone on our Discord are all pretty cool. We don't have any jerks on our Discord. So uh, anyone who came in was super respectful and stuff. There's a couple of new people. I wish I could remember who they were. Like I said, I fought a couple bosses with them. They came in and played for a while and they were just like, oh, cool. You know, and like I had a bunch of stuff and they're like, oh, no, you you can have it. You're the one who did it. I'm like, no, we fought this boss together. Here, you can have some stuff too. So I don't know, I was super respectful and didn't want to take people's stuff and everyone was asking, you know, I think uh, every now and then, I think Dean came over just like, I see you have a trophy I don't have. I will trade you for it. <laughs> and I'm, and at first I'm just like, I was just going to give it to him and I'm just like, what does he have? <laughs> like, I would have just gave it to him, but now you're going to give me something. <laughs> but oh well. So yeah, pretty fun. And, and another thing, and I know this is, this is just me making excuses again for, for people who are starting off new. It's, if you can, if you're starting off new with Terraria, try to find someone who's been playing it for a while and maybe start playing multiplayer with him a little just so you can get through that opening first couple hours and get some decent equipment so you can kind of move on. If you don't, obviously not everyone has that. Not everyone has a Minecraft, Minecraft friend or a Terraria friend that can jump in and help you along. I, I, I know that. Uh, but, you know, that's... That's kind of my solution to that. If you, if you have someone that can jump in if you're new at it and kind of help push you along and be the tutorial for you, even though, like I said, there should probably be a tutorial in the game. I, so. I got to say that there's a there's a bit of a balance to that, though, because I found like like when I was first struggling in that and I got a cut like a couple people gave me a couple hearts and mm -hmm. I was like, OK. And I think Dean actually gave me a sword, one, the sword to uh, the ice sword that could. Yeah, uh, ice sword, yeah. And that really helped like that yeah. was like uh it's not a game breaker but it definitely makes the game a lot more easy and playable and i actually passed that off onto sarah too and she yeah. used that for a long long time and, then, uh, and that's where it works out because i but, think we had yeah keep it but sorry. then it got to the point where too many people were giving me stuff and it's like i really want to find a heart on my own yeah I, no, and yeah. i and i already have eight out of i think 10 that you can get i already had eight i'm like i just want to see what it's like to finally find a heart yeah uh, and then i eventually did find one and then i kept running into them all, all like all the time and i yeah. gave them all all the ones i found to sarah because yeah. it was, and then I think I, I was selling them at some point because I just kept finding them. But at the beginning, though, I could not find one to save my life. Yeah, but anyways, there, there was a little bit of balance there to that. Like it, it could be, it can get to be a little too much. Oh, well, that's when you gotta say no. And then, like I well, said, I, like, I think that's what Vance. I no, uh, yeah, Vance was in there, and he he brings his OP character in to the <laughs> server. His hard mode every. Thing upgraded, best weapon in the game, and we're sitting here we're like we're still you know pre hard mode characters wanting to fight a boss, and I sit there and I go, you stay out of this, <laughs> you can't fight a boss with him, you'll wreck him with your pinky finger, <laughs> you know. And he's Vance like, had, oh. he had like three extensions come out of him at one point. He just kind of like flew over. Yeah. He was like Doc Ock or something. Yeah, he thing. was. He had all this OP stuff, and he built this elaborate base with traps over his with right. stuff you can't even get pre-hard mode. And I'm like, no! <laughs> all mar marble? Everything was marble. Yeah, all marble and everything. And 
I, I think I took one of his traps for my trap. He goes, someone took my trap. I'm like, so? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he had his OP character over there. And he's just like, oh, you know, I just, I have some, some stuff here if you want. We're like, no, 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 no. I want to progress normally, <laughs> you know? I got to say, but, that's pretty, that's a very cool thing with the game too, is that you can take any character and bring them into any server and that. So I was. Except for Journey using- Mode now. Okay, well, journey I, mode maps need journey mode characters. Old, in uh, in back in the day, yeah, before day. May sixteenth, back in the day, you could bring any bring your character. So I was able to play with Sarah. I was able to play on my own. I was able yeah. to play with you guys, all with the same character, and that yeah. that was really, really cool. Yeah, that's pretty nice. All right, cool. Um, uh, I think that's uh, Josh. Was there anything, or did you did you mention anything about it or no? Oh, the multiplayer. Uh, uh, I only popped in a few times to kind of see what people were up to. I didn't really play on the server. I mean, I kind of felt bad I didn't. I should I should have at least made a base, but I just didn't this time. Oh. Um, but I used to play multiplayer with my friends back in the day all the time, and it's always a good time. Yeah. I got three big questions. Ideas ripped from CC Portable. Is this a good game, and would you recommend people play it today? Well, it's still a relatively new game, so. Um, but yes, so this was... Uh, Three big questions, I think. Who came up with that? Josh, did you come up with the three big questions? We're just continuing on with it. Uh, it was a ripped from CC Portable. So that's right oh, there. yeah, I know, but you inserted no, it into I? our stuff. Yeah. No, Kevin. I think I, yeah, that was me. That yeah. was you. Okay. All right. So here it is. The big, the big final here. Do you recommend this game? Is this a solid experience? I, I would say play it for two hours with somebody who's played it before who can show you the ropes. And if you like that experience, then make the decision for yourself. But I guess be ready to put in hundreds of hours to get some some meaningful feedback from it. Otherwise, there's other games you can be playing. Uh, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I agree with with Dean on that. Um, I, I would also say like, if it's a kind of game that you kind of have to give yourself a goal, you know, you have to like say, okay, this is the thing I'm going to do now. Um, it doesn't steer you in any sort of direction or anything like that. So you kind of have to be prepared for that as well. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a good game. You know, it just eventually you get your fill of it. You don't want to play it anymore. <laughs> Well, I'd have to disagree with you on that one, but really? <laughs> uh, Josh. Oh uh, yeah, uh, definitely, it's a fantastic game. Uh, recommend you play it with the caveat of the steep learning curve and having to figure out all the stuff in the beginning, all that. But once you get a p- powerful OP character, you kind of feel like a god, and the game's really fun. And um, I do have a suggestion. There are a lot of. I don't have any like specific names or anything to recommend but there's plenty of youtube videos out there that have tutorials so yeah if you want to just go watch some people say you know how to get started in terraria look that up on youtube watch some of those to kind of get your feel before you jump in or see what the game's like before you buy the game um but like we said it is a lot but once you get your feet in it's just a really great ride and i I always have fun playing this game yeah that's especially that's an important point Josh, I think we mentioned this in in Minecraft as well. I don't think either Minecraft or this game would be as big as it is without YouTube. YouTube is like a huge like this this type of game is just perfect for YouTube and YouTube content 
because there's a lot of stuff for you to explore, a lot and of stuff streaming. for you to build. Yeah. And, the, and that's what, like, other people just sit there and watch either the YouTube stuff or the streaming stuff or whatever, watch the videos, and then they say, oh, I want to do that too. I want to do that. Oh, that's how you do that. And there's a lot of learning. You know, like, a lot of YouTube is, like, do-it-yourself learning stuff and that. And this game is just, there's just so much stuff to learn. Yeah. Uh, that it just drives those kind of things. So we, we didn't just, even talk about the different character classes that you can make with your character later on. I mean, that's there's so much to this game that we're the, the tip of the iceberg is what we're talking about, basically. So again, yeah, exactly. YouTube and, and even uh, Twitch TV, people streaming it all the time. It's a perfect resource for that kind of stuff. Yeah. What about you, Ryan? Do you recommend this game? Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I had the I, I had this thought that I was going to um, start this podcast and then end it and not say anything in between. Just just because of how biased I felt like I was going to be on this game. Um, but uh, yeah, I would recommend it. And like I said, it, it's in the title. It's in the description, not the title, but the description of the game. It is a sandbox game. Use your imagination. It's open-ended. Uh, go with it. If if that's not your cup of tea, you know, if if you're you know if you don't have the means to be set in the world and be given infinite amount of opportunity, and you don't know what to do with yourself, well, then you're probably not going to enjoy this game. However, if you want to give it the time, if you want to give it, I guess even the research, you know, there's good wikis, there's good YouTube and stuff like that. This becomes immensely satisfying. There's been so many times I've sat down to play just 15 minutes, just a half hour, and then three, four hours later I'm still playing, and it's just to do a simple thing. Like, oh, I, you know, I, I want to create a uh, jungle biome for the new character, uh, for some NPCs, so I can make a pile on there to teleport to. And then the next thing you know, you're creating another one and another one and stuff like that. So it... If you allow it to, it will immerse you, you know. And I think that's what's great about this game is there's so many directions you can go. Yeah, on one end, that's incredibly overwhelming. But on the other, if, you know, like, like we said, if you can focus that, if you can give yourself a goal, okay, all I'm going to do today is explore, find hearts, so I can get better health so the next blood moon that comes up, I'm not going to sit and cry in my little home and hope they all disappear. Uh, and the next time it's like, okay, I got my hearts. So now I'm going to build a house so I can have more NPCs. I can get a nurse in. So when I am hurt, I can, you know, heal or whatever. So it's like, give yourself some goals. Don't be afraid of the new journey mode because that's a, a newbie's friend, especially, especially if you don't want to deal with, uh, you know, if you just want to mess around the game and explore without having to deal with monsters and stuff. That's what I think the new journey mode's perfect for. Yeah. Some people go, well, that's not playing the game. It's, it's not playing it. Well, it's in the game, so it's playing the game. Some people want to play it casually, no monsters. Some people want to play it hardcore. That's what the new journey mode is there for. So like I said, give it a shot. Play with other people. I think there's a lot of fun to have with that. Me, personally, one of my favorite games of all time. I think I made a comment once before. If I was stuck on a desert island and for some reason I had electricity and internet, but I could only have one video game to play, it would probably be Terraria. I know other people would say Minecraft and stuff like that, but I just feel like there's so much you could do. Like I said, you just you can play mini golf. You can download custom maps where people make adventure maps. There's 
a huge modding community out there that people add their own monsters and new other stuff. So it's like a game of infinite possibilities if you're willing to stick with it. So yeah, that's kind of my recommendation. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think we got everyone. Did we get everyone? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Is it best played on PC? Yes, of course it is. Uh, Will... (laughs) I've played the console versions before, and the controls are uh, bad. I think they're terrible. I think it's one of the worst playing, like, ports I've ever played. Because, like, you know, you have your... In my opinion, there's there's little shortcuts you can do, like, uh, to mine and stuff, but you have to use the thumbstick for the cursor. And um, it's just that I just don't think it plays very well, and it's not as fun. I recommend, I'm sure you can get used to it, but I would recommend playing it on PC with the full mouse control and everything. Okay. Right. Plus on the PC, according to our fun facts, you get all the latest updates and all that, yeah. which apparently you yeah. don't on the console. So Yeah, it takes a little while for the mod, more modern consoles to get their patches. Probably like next year they'll get the Journey's End. We just got it here, you know, on mm-hmm. PC. Yeah. So. so yes, I do believe so. Uh, and will you be playing more Terraria anytime soon? Is this something you will come back to, not because it's a game of the month, but because, you know, you just want to try playing or want to play some more? Uh, Kevin, let's hear from you first. I know you've been kind of down on it, but I want to see, is this something you might find yourself coming back to? I mean, maybe if, if you know. Uh, uh, yes, but not anytime soon. Yeah. You need a break from it, basically. I, I do. I do. I, I would, I, but I can't see myself sometime in the future saying, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind going back in there and thing. Like, Sarah and I would probably play it together at some point. You know. Okay. Is she still playing it? No, she, she's kind of had her fill right now, too. She played a hell of a lot more than I did. I think she put in a hundred-ish hours uh, into it, and all she did was mine. <laughs> That's all she did was just go and explore and, and mine. Um, and, yeah, I could, I could see us... Uh, doing it uh, again. She, like, lately, she's been playing a few other games, but she'll probably go back to it as well. Let's see and, Dean, how, how far along are you on collecting everything in Terraria? <laughs> so I started going down the list based on item IDs on the wikis, and I got to, I think, 1,400, something like that. Oh. So, um, But I how think many, I'm done. How many things point. are... Oh, there is 1,400? Like no, there's so like 4,000, 4, some, some, some obscene amount. Um, where it gets hard is like music boxes. You have to record every song in the game with a new music box that you have to buy for 10 gold each. And sometimes it doesn't work because you have to let it run for 10 minutes. Or, you know, there's, oh. there's all of these like sort of happenstance items that you have to collect. And even with all the, the debug options that you have in journey mode, it just becomes too hard to, to do so. I don't know. I just feel like I, I've put so many hours into this, so many hours in Animal Crossing, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm not seeing an end in sight. So I think I'm going to put it down for now and start playing some games and rolling some credits on uh, things that are a bit more meaningful uh, at this point. But yeah, it, it was an awesome time while it lasted. Will you come back to it? Maybe one day. I don't know. Journey mode sort of gives me everything I I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, maybe if there's like some some major quality of, of life improvements, like, I don't know, being able to flag things that you don't want to pick up, like stop giving me dirt, I don't want dirt, um, and maybe something like a graphically appealing recipe book and a checklist, that'll draw me back. 
Um, but but for now, I think I've I've considered that a just beat it hashtag. Okay. Hashtag just beat it. Awesome. Nice. Uh, for me, I think this is one of those games that I forget exists. No offense, but I. I I like the game so much, and this gave me a good reminder as to why. So with this new update, I don't know when I'm going to play it, but it does definitely feels like a nice background game. It's like, okay, I don't really feel like jumping into this new big game. Maybe I'll sit down and play some Terraria to kill a few hours and just kind of grind away a little bit, build up. I want to start a new map because I started a map before the update. And then now that the new update's out, I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to play on that old map now. Might yeah. be just, I'll probably just take all my stuff from the old map and then throw it in my inventory and go build a new base on a new map on a probably a regular size map and just kind of slowly but sure, surely pick away at it. But um, it's not going to be like a focus for me. Um, yeah. But I'm definitely going to go back to it and pick away. I, I, I do that with Minecraft, too. I have a world that I've been playing for like three years on Minecraft. So yeah. I just go back, play a little bit. Oh, okay, today I feel like building this, and then I build it, and I'm good for a while, and then go back, you know. So, I can see myself doing that. Awesome, awesome. Uh, of course, everyone knows the answer for me. I'm probably going to be playing this till the day I die. I'll be in an old folks' home, uh, complaining that uh, you know my computer. Uh, they'll be complaining I have this old computer while everyone's playing virtual reality or something. But I'll be playing Terraria. Um, yeah, I, I love this game. Like I said, I will be playing this, and because of this update, like. This is the, this is how much of a fanboy I am of Terraria. Uh, I haven't had a video game dream in a long time. Okay, mm. so after the update for this came or was coming, I actually had a dream about playing Terraria, and I haven't had a dream about video games in a long time. So that's just how hype I was about that update. Is I was just like, oh wow, I dreamt about playing Terraria. So, so that's how much of a fanboy I am. So I will probably be playing it more. I'm still in journey mode. I'm going to maybe try live streaming some more and stuff like that. I'm sorry if I'm such a fanboy. I know it's hard to do these podcasts with someone who absolutely loves the game because they're super defensive and stuff like that. So I, don't, I, I hope I didn't come across as too defensive of the game, but I do think it's a solid game. I do think there's a lot of love put into this. The developers always listen to the community, always would respond to people. It was just, it's, it's one of those communities, probably a lot like Minecraft, obviously, again, the Minecraft comparison, where it has a really great community around it. And that just encourages you to just want to play it more. And uh, like I said, this this is, I, it's, it's kind of cool to compare it to Minecraft. And yeah, there's the whole YouTube comparison, but both these games being so similar uh, in a way, managed to both take off in their own little way. Obviously, Minecraft is a little bit more popular than Terraria, but they both were able to just become these kind of mega hits in their own right and be on everything. They can play them on a toaster. You can yeah. do that with Minecraft, you know. And they're literally everywhere. You can play them everywhere, and they're both kind of similar, but it just kind of goes to show. It's just like 3D versus 2D. This, for you know, uh, more more fantasy versus more uh, building or uh, that kind of stuff. And they each found their own community and they each became their own big thing. So, so yeah, yeah, just like, just like a 13 million, 13th highest selling game of all time for an indie game, this small yeah. indie game. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You know that what I mean? never That's rose awesome. above $10, at least on the PC, a $10 indie game, you know? Yeah. And I, Minecraft is, I think the same thing. How much is Minecraft? It's not that much either. Like you know? 20, 20, 25. Yeah, like 20, yeah. you know? So, 
I think it's that's kind of amazing. And I guess that's kind of my final thoughts on Terraria too. It's amazing that it's made it this far and I love the game and I'll be playing it for years to come. So yeah. Any other final thoughts from anybody before we move on? Terraria is ten ninety nine in Canada. And, and can, I said yeah. the U.S. Sorry. Oh, yeah. okay. You, I know in Canada, Canadian is getting ninety nine cents screwed. Yeah, ninety nine okay. cents screwed. But there's sales all the time, and it's usually at that point it's below five bucks. Half oh the yeah. Time. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I I think for the content in the game, that's a pretty dang good bargain, you know. But, but yeah, even even just like try it out, that's a good price. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Wait for a Steam sale, spend spend five bucks. If you play five hours, you don't like it, you know, that was $5. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And after all these updates, they still never raised the price. You know, (laughs) they could have, they probably should have. There was a PC Gamer article about that saying they almost think it's, they almost feel bad the fact that they're still paying $10 for this game after all these years, after all the updates that came out for it. Mm -hmm. They made an article talking about, like, why is this game still $10? (laughs) You know? So. We should mention too that uh, Journey's mode uh, is the last update for this game. It's done now. They're not going to update it anymore uh, on the PC, anyways. They have they have said that in the past though. Oh, They've, okay. So, uh, but they did release. Like I said, there is um, they did release modding tools, so the community can continue to mod the game and release stuff like that as well so it's basically it's like even if they don't update it the community has the tools to do what they like and again the tools are there to keep it normal if you want or to mod it if you want without ruining the base game so you know so that's what's great about it which console did you play the game on josh ps3 oh so was near i I was excited about it too i'm like oh my god to play it on my playstation why not let's try this out And I, I just the control. I played it. I played it for a while, and the controls just made it feel so stilted yeah. uh, that I didn't bother playing anymore. Yeah. Now I, I think my brother-in-law had it on his phone, and I played it on the, his phone for a few minutes once. Other than that, I've never played it on anything other than the PC, uh, which I guess touchscreen controls probably would work for it. So I don't know if like the 3DS has that. Maybe maybe that would be a little easier. But ah, who plays the 3DS anymore? I mean, mm. seriously, <laughs> it's a good console. Yeah, it was. I I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So awesome. Uh, okay. Any other final thoughts, or are we done? We're done, Tara. I think. I think okay. we're done. All right, Dean. Uh, we're gonna thank you for coming. And then uh, I guess uh, what we've been doing lately is letting people go so we could do our wrap-up. Uh, though we don't have much to wrap up, so you could probably stick around for it. Uh, it's up to you, Dean. Are you done uh, with us, or do you want to stick around for uh, uh, probably another 15 minutes, 20 minutes? Yeah, depending I'll on how long uh, step Brian away and, and, and grab some dinner here. But uh, yeah. before I go, I just want to thank you guys uh, for having me on. I guess, uh, what is this, your season two opener, right? So yeah, I guess so. so. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was on your season one opener as well with Diablo. So, oh, wow, look at that. I'll see you guys in another year. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> no, in, in all honesty, I mentioned it uh, sort of as a precursor back in, in Diablo days. But uh, I mean, I've been following along pretty close with the Quick Save Club, and you guys have opened my eyes to a lot of different PC games. My my oh. roster is now three, four hundred games across 
Steam and Epic and, you know, all the other channels. So I appreciate you guys breaking down that barrier and getting me into digital. And it's been fun. It's been a good time. I wish awesome. more Cartridge Club members would be like Dean. Be exactly. like Dean. Come on. Be like Dean. Us. Hashtag yeah. be like Dean. <laughs> There's a lot of free games too. So like make accounts and just pay attention and you get there free games all the time. Uh, just... Epic has just gone nuts with all the free games they've yeah. given out. Jeez. And if you got an Amazon Prime uh, membership, they got uh, the Twitch one has tons of free games too. I, I, I even forget used... sometimes to go over there. Yeah. 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 They used to. Now it's mostly like where Twitch Prime has gotten disappointed because now it's like free stuff for a game, like DLC yeah, stuff yeah, or yeah. skins. Right. Like there they used to get free yeah. ones so in there. Yeah, every right now TV. and then. But well, Humble Bundle like, will give you a free game oh, yeah. once in a while. GOG will give you a free game once in a while. And then, yeah, it just adds up and you get these big libraries. Yes, talk up GOG. And not enough people. GOG just had their Galaxy update not too long ago. So go check that out. You're able to take all your games on your computer, put it in one spot on their Galaxy update, and kind of organize it the way you want. So if you're just kind of sick of Epic and Steam and anything else you have, having to all be open at once, then just download GOG Galaxy and organize stuff that way. Great. So, yeah. Okay, uh, Dean's hungry, so let's let him go. Okay, any plugs, Dean? Uh, no, you can find me on Twitter, I guess, round underscore two underscore gaming. You can find me in the Discord, uh, the Quick Save Club, as well as the Cartridge Club, uh, or anywhere else online. Thanks again, guys. Awesome. Thanks, Thank Dean. You, it's fun. Thanks for stopping Good by. Time. All right. Talk to you later. All right. All right. Awesome. Okay. So we're to the wrap up. It's time to talk about Anti Chamber. Josh. This is a game you picked, so you get to talk up Antichamber for next month. Go uh, ahead. Tell us what we're diving into. What is it we're going to be expecting here? A super weird, out there, first-person puzzler. Uh, think, think Portal, and then MC Escher with huh. Technicolor, wild-looking shit everywhere. That's Antichamber. In, in That's pretty much what it is. I was watching the trailer, and it was pretty trippy. It's trippy, yes. And I, I might have to warn people who are prone to seizures might not be able to play this game. Let's see. <laughs> um, I've always heard good things about it. It's a little bit of a smaller game, but it's always one of those, like, if you like Portal and like that style of game, you're going to like this game. That's all, what I've always heard, so that's why I picked it. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, Saturday, day-night multiplayer. Um, we still try to do multiplayer on our Discord. Uh, so keep an eye open for that. Sometimes it's just one person going on the multiplayer going, hey, guys, up for multiplayer, and no one responding. Uh, and then other times it's, <laughs> hey, you're up for multiplayer. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. So uh, most of the time we do it at night, but um, if there is better times for people, go on our Discord and just chat it up. What's the best time for people? We, we're trying, we usually do try for Saturday. Uh, that's when most people can, but we know it's, it's different times right now, and so it's, it's different for different people. But right now, every Saturday night, we try to be on. Uh, make yourself available. If you're available for doing multiplayer, we don't know what we're going to be playing. Maybe we'll do some more Terraria. Maybe we'll play some something else, some uh, Left for Dead or something like that. We just need to find some games uh, everyone owns or uh, easy access multiplayer games that we can get yeah, into. Yeah, because... Uh... We figured, oh, well, I was thinking we're do, we're doing this every two months for like Andy Chamber, right? And the game's probably like not that long. 
So why don't we have some multiplayer stuff to, you know, kind of have the community come by and play? Uh, I haven't just, we haven't talked about exactly what game, like you were saying, but yeah, we were um, talking about Sea of Thieves a little bit, but then I I saw the the download for it is forty seven gigs. Oh <laughs> god, I don't uh, know if that's going to run on Ryan's I, computer either. That I, I don't know if at. I have the room for that on my computer. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll look into that. Some looks stuff. fun though. I will admit yeah. that looks really fun. Like I like yeah. the idea of a pirate themed like game like that. That's a freaking cool concept. But again my computer would puke. <laughs> There's some, I think a few uh, of us have a uh, uh, killing floor two that we kind of talked about. I got yeah. that. No, you know, uh, there's, yeah. There's uh, some good one, free games out there too. Like uh, the hidden, it's kind of like you're a predator. Yeah, you that. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're a predator against three different pe- people. I and think I downloaded that cool. after you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's a source mod, right? Yeah. And, and anybody can play it type of thing. So, okay. So hidden that one, What's free so people can do. I know with, um, I can run Killing Floor 2. It's a little bit janky on my thing. Uh, Killing Floor 1, which I think a lot of people have as well, that one's also, that one runs a lot smoother for some people. So if they can't play Killing Floor 2, then there's always Killing Floor 1 as well. So, but yeah. So we'll figure it out. We need to figure this out in Discord. We need to do like some sort of meetup time and, Everyone discuss this crap or something, or put up a poll. I don't know. <laughs> We're so unorganized. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also interested uh, in Dauntless. That looks like a pretty cool game. It's like a free-to-play uh, monster hunter. Oh yeah, yeah. Game. You were talking up that that yeah. one time. Yeah. Who who is who who is Gen that plays that? Somebody in Daunt- Gen. Dauntless. Do they? Yeah. I thought so. I thought I heard. I might be thinking of a different podcast. I'll... I'm not sure. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, hmm. I I'm pretty sure I remember someone talking about it on our gen, but it could have been a different podcast. I listened to too many. So yeah, that's all right. All right, we'll, yeah, we'll edit that out for you then. You're, you're no, on like kinda... 90 percent of the podcast anyway, aren't you? Oh yeah, <laughs> can't get enough of me, I guess. <laughs> can't get enough of can't get enough of you, love him. Sorry. All right, all right. starting to sing. Let's wrap this up. No <laughs> say. <laughs> Uh, okay, so uh, I say we're going to tease another major announcement on our next podcast just because we want to, but we're not really going to have a major announcement. But yeah, it's no. kind of a running joke that for a while we had a major announcement for, I don't I'll know, like two, two or three podcasts straight. So we'll, we'll think of something. We'll think of a major announcement for the next podcast. And you'll just have to come in and listen to the entire podcast to hear what that major announcement is on our next podcast, which is going to be... Uh, uh, the sort of in-between podcast. What is it called again? Um, save save point. point. There we go. So, major announcement on the next save point. We just don't know what it is yet. No, there's uh, no, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Shut don't, up. Shut up. People will tune in. I'm They'll say, get... what's the Because then they ask me, what's the major announcement? And then I have I'm to call them, well, there wasn't news. any. I'm trying to a... get listens. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> yes, people love being tricked. <laughs> we'll release. We'll release the multiplayer game we're gonna play. That that's what. <laughs> well, it actually, might be time to announce like the next like another game of the month later down. Oh line. yeah, I guess we should. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. what is that? I don't even. We don't know. That. We don't know yet. So that's the big announcement. That's the go. big announcement. Is the next game after Screamer Two? Yes. If we remember to do it, it's a whole month from now. Yeah. Sure. We don't. With the way this year's been going, we don't you know, have no idea. <laughs> All right. 
So, thank you guys. This has been an enlightening and fun experience. And uh, let's uh, crash the computer, folks. Oh, do we have any plugs first? I think everyone knows our social media stuff. Nope. No? Okay. Check us out at, at Quick Save Club for all Quick Save Club podcast stuff. I am the Retro Gamer Ranting at Retro Gamer Ranting with no ING, just an N at the end. I hate that so much. I wish I could change it. Uh, so you can follow me on there, and you can look me up as Retro Gamer Ranting on uh, Twitch and on YouTube. And I have actually been posting videos and trying to live stream. Oh, wow. uh, so yeah, no one ever joins the live stream. <laughs> oh, by the way, Josh, thanks for trying to help problem solve me that that time I was trying to do Terraria. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> no problem. He, he got to the point where he was going to send me a new video card that because I was having issues trying to stream Terraria when the update came. He's like, That's I have nice. this spare video card. I'll send it to you. <laughs> and I'm just like, but then I, I tweaked some things in my OBS and I got it to work. So I really appreciate you being there to help me with that. But yeah, uh, pluggy, pluggy, go, Josh. Uh, at Frantic Society on Twitter. Uh, I've been doing fr Frantic Thoughts. I did one episode. Another one will be going live this Friday whenever this releases. So it'll be out probably by the time this is out. And I've been doing that every other week. Um, besides that, I'm on the Cartridge Club. And uh, you probably are tired of hearing my voice. So uh, go ahead and plug your stuff, Kevin. Uh, buried on Mars everywhere. Just type me in on a search engine. On Twitter, I'm at Buried underscore on underscore Mars. Can't get rid of those underscores. No. Twitter said that they were going to get rid of dead accounts, but at Buried on Mars, that account's still going, even though they haven't tweeted since 2011. Have you reported so, them? Uh, I think so. I think I have. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What else do I got? I got my, uh, you know, the old uh, YouTube. Oh, YouTube. been uh, posting uh, lots of stuff about Blu-rays and that. I dived into my Blu-ray collection. My channel has taken yet another direction. <laughs> I've stopped doing video games, just doing movies right now. And it's been a very positive experience. A lot of people have been signing up. Uh, the, the subscribers have increased, which normally it decreases when you do a little ship change like that. So it's very, been a very uh, rewarding experience having a lot of people commenting on all the videos and that. It's good. Fun. Good times, yeah. Oh, and your record uh, show with uh, STC. Oh, yeah. We're yeah. doing that tomorrow night. I don't know when this... Ever, this probably won't air for like four weeks or something whenever it'd be like next week probably sometime is it okay next week yeah anyways. maybe yeah. not i don't know yeah once a week uh bill uh from stc pod over at the stc pod channel uh does a little vinyl collection show i guessed it one week and then i became a a, a permanent uh host i guess on there and we just talked about our vinyl collection. <laughs> Yeah, it seems like he just kind of added on people as as he went. So yeah, we've got uh, Matt Bandy on there and uh, uh, Jake from uh, from the Polykill podcast on there. Sometimes Chris Roberts shows up. It's good times. We just talk about some uh, stuff in our. We all have record collections, and we just talk about some uh, vinyl. Awesome. It's good times. Um, then the the blog buriedonmars.wordpress.com. It's good times over there too. Lots of movie reviews over there. It's all good. Just keep going. Retro Fandango, the other podcast. That's good times. We've been posting our videos on YouTube. People have been liking that. Get on there. I think we all just need to get like three more podcasts each. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, just need one, two, I'm two the, three. I'm more. the only one lacking. I only have yeah, one. Yeah, you just podcast. have one. What's wrong with you, one. man? Come on. Oh, Come on. Yeah. 
I got kids. That's my excuse. <laughs> I should. Uh, I, I will admit, though, I, I was very tempted to have my oldest on for this podcast, but he. Uh, you think I ramble? He would be very rambly, uh, but he really enjoyed Terraria, so that's I thought right. that was super hey. super cute. So that's why I wanted to. You know. If you wanted to, you could do like a little, hey, come tell your thoughts and just have it at well, the end here. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm going to do a, a, a separate video and probably put okay. it on my YouTube channel. Uh, and I'm probably going to have him on with me just talking about my thoughts on the update in Terraria. Because I, I actually want to do a bunch of videos. But then I had Kevin's voice in my head going, save it for the podcast. <laughs> save it for the podcast. Uh, I, wanna... I don't think it matters anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Any... It's all—it's only when when we're talking amongst each yeah, ourselves. That's Not where that I have like... a big audience on YouTube. Anyway, I'm I'm talking like I have all these followers. Where nope. I think but I've would... lost twenty followers in the last month. But whatever. But when we we talk amongst each ourselves, yeah. and if we if we over talk it, then when yeah. we start recording, we won't want to talk about it. It'd be like, well, I already told you that, so there's no point in telling that. Not Whereas me. If you I, save I'll, it, I'll re- then you can. I'll repeat myself ad nauseum. So well, we yeah. know we know that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> Especially the right. nauseum part. So all right. Well, let's uh, let's crash the computer, folks. Everyone say goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Quick Save Club podcast. Bonk. Bye. 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 <laughs> See ya. See ya.